0: Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, so um I guess we'll uh we'll just get right, right right to business today, Holly. Right into it. Hello everyone and welcome. Slip into the night. Episode 23. Is this a dream? Am I dreaming? Are we here? Is this real? I don't know anymore. A whole month of sobriety will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
1: you got sober and now you're questioning the, f-
0: the fabric of reality <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> the fucking huh. curtain's been pulled back <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I was no.
1: under the, the impression that it worked the other way around
2: but I guess it can work both ways around
0: you in reality I don't know um, <clears throat> and hence like we, we'd been hemming and hollering about what we were going to do for a topic for this week and I thought it would be kind of poignant <laughs> since this is the last day of my uh, my cannabis break. It's day 26. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I am done after today. Everybody's like, oh, you can smoke on Saturday. No, today's mm-hmm. the last day, people. <clears throat> uh, well, in today. Monday
1: is the 29th of February. So it's a leap year. So this is kind of like this day that doesn't always exist.
0: Right. So, <laughs> um, and, uh, so there was a poll on the like page, um, to decide whether or not, cause I didn't give a shit. I could, I could go either way. Um, there were a lot of people who were asking me or saying that I should go live when I smoke for the first time. So I put up a poll which won 55% to 45% in favor of me going live the first time that I smoke, which will be tomorrow um, at some point in time, probably later in the morning, closer to noon. Um, A nooner. Well, I mean, some somebody was like, what well, are you going to wake and bake? And I'm like, well, if I did, I don't know that I would. I mean, like, it, I don't know how it's going to hit me. So I don't. I didn't want to get up, do that, and then go right back to fucking sleep.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So I figured, you know, probably cl- a little closer to midday. And, you know, I have made the decision that I will no longer. Be smoking prior to or during um, the 40 and slip because I tend to lose my place. I tend to uh, run off track. I tend to lose complete track of where I am in the conversation if I'm high. And I just uh, decided that it's not a good idea. Good morning, Katie.
2: Good morning, Katie.
0: Katie is joining us. Um, so hey. yeah, I will be, um, I will be broadcasting live from the 40 and slip like page uh, on Facebook. You can find the, the link underneath the YouTube video. Um, but um, you know, it wasn't like my ultimate goal or idea um, to, to stream live. I could have gone either way. Cause the other thing I'd put up was just put up another picture. Um, so, and it wasn't like it was, you know, way in favor of me going live. It was, uh, it was actually kind of neck and neck for a while. It, it like got equal votes at one point And, um, so I mean, I'll do it because I, I put it out there, you know, that I would do it. Um, if, if in fact it went that way. So I will be doing it at some point in time tomorrow morning, probably about, I'm going to say 11-ish. It's going to be my guess, somewhere around there. Um, but I'm not going to do it like first thing in the morning. I think that would just be counterintuitive. <laughs> um, and... Like that it's it's been such a weird uh, response to a lot of it. There's been a lot of uh, people who have just been like, oh, you fucking junkie or once a junkie always a junkie. I've had a lot of that over the past month. Um,
1: <coughs> That's very judgy.
0: Yeah, and then there was a a bunch of people who were like, why would you why would you stop smoking weed? That's like stopping drinking water. I'm like, oh. no, you fucking moron. Um, it's not. Um, I decided to take a break because I decided to take a break. If you think that marijuana is your life's blood, maybe you need to reconsider your fucking life choices. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, if that if that's if that's your response to me, a go fuck yourself, and b uh you might want to take a look at yourself
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the fucking mirror. Mm-hmm. But well, most of those people are so fucking narcissistic that they don't care.
2: Mm.
1: Well and I mean I think I think dependence on the sub of substance is so so prevalent in our society. It's it's I I, mean, I don't know, this kind of goes back to the cocaine versus sugar conversation we had where you said you know sugar isn't as addictive as cocaine because people aren't going and sucking cock for it but cocaine it does isn't is not as readily available and as prevalent in all kinds of foods and things as sugar you know so it's very easy to go get your sugar fix
0: it is but again if you're without sugar you're not going to go to extremes to get it that's the difference. It's the I same, thing with, the same thing with weed. You can be very much addicted to weed, but you're not going to go to the extremes to get a hold of that drug. And I can tell you from personal experience from doing cocaine that it's pretty fucking overwhelming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's crazy what it can do to your brain. hmm You know, and I've been on the end of the uh, extreme addiction. I mean, I was an opiate addict for fucking 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you without any hesitation that that is far worse Mm -hmm. than sugar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, you can be addicted to sugar. Yes, you can be addicted to weed. Yes, you can be addicted to food. You know, but the difference is, I would say the difference is that letting go of those things is harder because they're so prevalent. But if you went without them, you're not going to lose your shit in the same way that you will if you're coming down off of cocaine or heroin or anything like that. Those types of drugs create a physical response in the body that is it sucks
2: mm-hmm. yeah you
0: know um, <clears throat> Buster Hyman gee that's original um, I actually stopped weed a week ago and my dreams have been insane yeah that, hence the topic or the title of the show I I the weirdest thing about this whole month has been the dreams. Mm -hmm. I have had some of the most insane dreams that I have had in a very long time. I just had a dream the other night uh, that I was at a place where they rounded up people who were going to die. And my mother showed up and told me she had cancer. And then... The whole dream went fucking haywire. It was like mm-hmm. fucking, it was like Fantasia.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Only with like geometric patterns and shapes. I thought like I was having like a DMT trip, but I've never tripped on DMT. I've only heard
2: about it. Mm-hmm. It
0: was just fucking colors and shapes and weird shit and like beings made of geometry. That was the dream. Like it, because you know how dreams they go from like one setting to another setting or one thing to another thing. And you just don't know how you got from one point to the other point. Yeah. Um, but that's how it transitioned into like this psychedelic fucking, I don't know if there was any music. I don't know if, uh, if it was put to classical music like Fantasia or anything like that, but it was pretty weird. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I've, I've, had, I've had so many.
2: Yeah.
1: I when I was working a lot in my corporate job, I I had lost my I had I was no longer dreaming for quite a while and then kind of when I made my career shift and am in a in a kind of a routine that's better for me. Um my my dreams have really been kicking up and they've been kicking up a lot lately. All kinds of weird things where, um, one, I had a dream within like the last couple of weeks where I'm running away and hiding from some kind of authority. Like I'm on the run, like the fugitive. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of scary. I, I woke up, and that was one where I woke up in the middle of the night with my like heart really beating. And, um,
0: yeah, I, I was just saying, I think I just said that on the show last week, maybe. Uh, the 40 and slip that, um, I'd had one dream where I was like being chased down. There were like Cthulhu like monsters, like Lovecraft style mm-hmm. monsters in the fucking lake.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like I was in danger the entire time. There was a mm-hmm. whole like uh, uh precinct or squad I don't know what you want to call them of cops. In the area who were just rounding people up and trying to catch us and kill us and torture us. I don't even remember who I was with. I remember at one point, like, I dove on the back of a cop to try and take him down. And then I, like, ran around the side of the house. Because we were going to try to escape through one entrance in the house. And then the whole outside was, like, it was almost completely surrounded by police officers. There was, like, mm-hmm. a, a herd of deer
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the backyard. Like all Mm -hmm. things that just, you put them all together and they don't make much sense. Mm
1: -hmm. But in the dream, it makes sense. But in the
0: dream, it was fucking, I was like, I was scared for my life. And like the dream ended. And, you know, I was at the end of the dream, I was like the last person left. And I was Mm -hmm. just waiting to get caught and get tortured and killed.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I woke up and I just kind of like came to. And I, I wasn't like shaken or shaking or um, it didn't hit me in that way. I just woke up and went, what the fuck? Like, what just happened? Because yeah. I, I think because of the, the nature of that dream, when I woke up, I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. That That's just weird. Yeah, and it, it it so I wasn't like really shaken, but I had told you a long time ago about a dream that I had had. And this was long before my break,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, where I was being tortured by an axe.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: and like I woke up and could still feel like the pain in my fingers from what she mm-hmm. was doing to me, and like I was just like, it, 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 I woke up scared and like shaking and like my heart's beating you know and that shit real it it shakes you right to your core
1: yeah and sometimes you it, um it's those dreams that are so real and i can remember that was probably like 2011 so i was still married and i had this extremely vivid dream that i was actually living on another planet and i was in this kind of more much more futuristic um city um, on another planet, and what we what, what but what was happening? And I'm in this marketplace, and what is happening is that we are in the midst of an evacuation, and people are getting in line, getting what they need to get on spacecrafts and get in line to get on their different pods because it was a matter of time where they were doing liftoffs of these pods to get people off this planet. And I remember it was, it was me and I was with a, a man who I didn't know at the time who this person was. And then my daughter, um, the person that, who I was married to at the time I was not, was not in this dream. And, but there was, there were plenty of people in this dream and I can remember looking up at the sun and it is very, the sun was very, very red and the scar, sky was dark and it, um, It looked very molten and the sky was, it was a night sky. And we, I got separated from my daughter and this man who I was with. And so I am running around this marketplace trying to find them. And so we get separated in the crowds. And so I, you know, my time to board is running out and I try to get back to my pod And I can see them that they are on the pod. They had given up looking for me and gotten on the pod, but I missed my time to get on my pod. And I had to watch my pod fly off the planet without me. And I got, I got stuck in the market. And I remember waking up as this enormous explosion happened. So when you have this experience where you die in your dream is like the most disturbing thing that I've ever experienced.
0: Right uh yeah and i mean mine have just they've been all over the place mm-hmm. all over the place i had a dream the other night that i i can't remember a lot of it but i was like with the the dude from arrow you ever watch that show arrow it's about the green arrow
1: i've heard of it i haven't watched
0: it yeah it's, uh, i i had a dream that i was hanging out with steve amell
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i don't know why like mm-hmm. i haven't watched that show in ages I think I watched like the first two or three seasons and then I, you know, I was like, ah, I'm tapping out. I've had <laughs> enough. I can't do it uh, anymore. They jumped the shark <laughs> them all over. Um, But I, you know, I had, I had that dream and I just, I, I what? Like mm. that would never happen. You know, yeah. and I, I, I've, I've, I talked on the other show about, you know, I think I did about the dream about my ex-wife where I was just like, this isn't happening. And I woke up and I was mm-hmm. shaken by that one. Yeah. Cause, because I hadn't, I hadn't dreamt about her uh, in a really long time. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those dreams where it was, <clears throat> it seemed very real, but in my mm-hmm. brain, like, cause I remember, like the, f- the the last thing I had said to her, cause she was hugging me, and I was like, "Stop it!" Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Stop it! This isn't real."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I woke up, and I was mm-hmm. just shaking, and like, "What the fuck?" Like, I was all mm-hmm. out of sorts for like a good half hour before I could like snap out of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, because it had been, like I said, it had been so long since I thought about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I I remember having a dream where I dreamed of a my grandmother who had passed, and I at the time I was having a lot of inner conflict about where I was going to live, where was I going to get a new apartment with my husband? Was I going to move into the opportunity presented itself where I could rent my grandparents' house, but I didn't know how I felt about that. And you know, I dreamed of my grandmother, and she in the in it was a very another very real dream where she came and she said, you know, it's okay, you know, just. Don't worry about it and do whatever is best for you. And, you know, there were little things that she said that felt like just incredibly weird. And I remember waking up and crying just because the sensation of my grandmother was so real. Um, It was very, very startling.
0: Yeah. And I I used to years ago, I used to keep a dream journal. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, God, I was very young. Uh, I think I was in my teens. And I stopped doing it because my girlfriend at the time got upset about what? the subject matter in my dreams.
1: It's not really any of her business.
0: Well, but not only she, is it not she, any. Was she
1: reading your dream journal?
0: Oh yeah, she'd get into fucking anything. Well- um, and <laughs> like I, it, like you, I, I. That's one thing I don't. I I never understood about women like that. Like it's I had no control over it. Like it's not like I was sitting there making these dreams happen, you know. But like she took offense to it.
1: So, right, but were you sharing them with her or was she just like snooping in your journal and reading it? I
0: honestly can't remember if I was just trying to be honest at first or if she got into it.
2: Hmm.
0: But she was the type that would have. You know, she's the type that definitely would have gone through my journal. But I, it, to, in all honesty, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was that I told her uh, or that she started reading through it. Excuse me. But she she knew that I kept it. Right. You know. um, it was one of those things that I I enjoyed doing, actually, for a long time. And I stopped. I haven't recorded dreams. And, oh, God, it's been ages and ages and ages. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've just been so weird and over the top and vivid and crazy. These, these past 26 days. And it, 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 it made me like, like really take a look at like, you know, my dreams, like what in the hell's going on here?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Cause they have, they've been all over the place. I've had dreams that I had one dream early on in the break where I smoked And I was like, oh, I fucked it up. Mm -hmm. I was instantly, I was just like, fuck me. God damn it. I fucking blew it. And I woke up and I was like, no, you didn't. (laughs) Jackass, (laughs) you're fine. And then there was another time that I had a very, very similar dream where I blew it. But I was just like, ah, fuck it. And just went fucking for broke i was just like ah <laughs> screw it i fucking did it might as well just fucking go for it now
1: yeah and then i woke up
0: i woke up and i was just like no that didn't happen yeah but it's just been like this you know crazy over the top dream after dream after dream and it's been like this daily thing like i can't recall all of them mm-hmm. um but they've been some pretty wild ones.
1: Well, Um, you know, I think, you know, you should kind of maybe, the ones that you can remember, just kind of write a little bit about them, and maybe something else will pop out for you that helps make it sense.
0: I mean, because I mean, like, my ex-wife, I hadn't dreamt about her in that way, uh, in a way that shook me like that anyway. like I Mm -hmm. Maybe, like, over the course of the years um, Mm -hmm. since our divorce, but Uh, but like right after we separated, I had this Mm -hmm. very, very strange dream where, um, members of my family were like, she wants to talk to you. And at that point in time, I wasn't even allowed to speak to her. Mm -hmm. Um, I still wouldn't to this day. Mm -hmm. I, I said to somebody recently, I was like, you know, she showed up and was like, I'm sorry. I made a big mistake. I'd probably slam the door in her face
2: right
0: um, you know and and i just i just w- i, I want to close that chapter of my life you know sort mm-hmm. of thing but um yeah. but I, I you know they'd said you know hey she wants to see you and I, of course i was a mess at the time i was an absolute fucking mess and uh they were like uh but you can't speak to her so i like literally had to like walk around like this mall with her but I couldn't speak to her. I couldn't touch her. Nothing. Hmm. And it was like, the, and it was actually horrifying. It was just like the fact that like my family had anything to do with it for one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that they, in my dream, they were still having contact with her in, in to some degree that mirrored life itself.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause there
0: were people in my family that had contact with her
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I did not. And that even wound up biting me in the ass. Um, mm-hmm which it shouldn't have. Uh, But the, you know, it's it's strange how certain dreams and certain times affect us in different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, be it an ex or somebody that you're with, you know, those types of things. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've had some like weird sex dreams too. I had one dream like uh, that. I had had sex with one of my exes and not an ex wife or anything. But I was blown away because I was like, it was extremely hot and Mm -hmm. erotic. And I was like, yeah, that would have never happened. When I woke (laughs) up, I was like, never in a fucking million years with her. Never. (laughs) But I was like, still like Mm -hmm. turned on when I woke up. Mm. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, no, never, Mm -hmm. never would have happened with her. You know, and I, I wonder what it is. You know, I know that a lot of this stuff is like psychological reflecting a way for the brain to, to uh, you know, exercise or something. I, I don't know what it is that dreams are, what they do, but they obviously serve tum, some. Ugh, tum. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, no
0: Shit, right. Um, they serve some type of purpose. You know what? We don't know.
1: Yeah, Um, I think sometimes for me, my dreams kind of like the ones I remember are kind of like, like kind of like bubbles up like some repressed stuff that I um I haven't really consciously dealt with yet. mm -hmm. And you know, when my my conscious brain that's when I'm in this what appears to be the awake states, which I think that's a, a debatable thing. Maybe this is the dream, and the other part is the The reality, but um, when I'm in the sleep state, things that my conscious brain overrides when I'm awake, suppresses for different reasons, (coughs) doesn't have that override function engaged at the moment. So it comes up and it kind of like almost like defrags, you know. So these little things that have been like repressed come up and um,
0: makes you deal with them.
1: Or it just unloads it, you know? Maybe it's like pushing the delete button, and you just watch it, and it's deleting through. Um.
0: Yeah, I, I remember when I was a wicked young kid, mm-hmm. um, I used to have a re- reoccurring dream. Uh, one of my uncles, uh, his the trailer that they lived in, uh, him and my cousins and my aunt, um, the the field and the front lawn was so inundated with mice like mm-hmm. you literally could almost not walk across the lawn without mm-hmm. stepping on a mouse mm-hmm. i remember this from being a kid it was crazy you could mm-hmm. go outside and just freaking we would nail them with uh slingshots because there mm-hmm. were so many of them so many field mice and um I I would have this reoccurring dream that there was this oil monster, this humongous like oil monster that was coming to get everybody. But we were all seeking shelter at my uncle's house because it was afraid of mice. Hmm. So like, as long as we were there, we were safe. But the minute we like got on the road and tried to go get people like this thing was chasing us. Interesting. And I had that dream over and over again when I was a kid, like not, I mean, it didn't continue for years and years, but I had it quite a few times to the point where, like, I still remember it mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember at one point we were going to get my, my cousin's husband, Bob, um, mm-hmm. down the road, and she hasn't mm-hmm. been married to him for ages now. Um, but it was just that it was just one of those weird things that I was just like, when I when I was a kid, it scared the hell out of me. Um, have you ever had a fever dream?
1: Um, or or a hallucination yeah. from a fever. Yeah, I can remember being really sick, and um when I was a kid, and in having the chills, and I had I don't know like five like quilts on me, and it, like I had was so feeling so sick, I pulled the blankets up over my head, so I was like in a cocoon. And I remember being in there, and then my dreams just being so crazy, weird, and then waking up in a sweat, and and um being like oh my god this this is this is weird um
0: i when i was oh god i was probably four four or five years old probably four i had a really really bad fever and i had i had bunk beds my mm-hmm. uh younger sister slept on the bottom and um my uh, i can't even remember if my baby sister was even born yet at this time, because if she was, her crib was at the end of our bunk bed. Um, and I was so out of it from the fever that I saw Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker fighting next to my bed. And when I looked down the hallway, Superman was sleeping on the couch. Hmm. I was, I I mean, I was hallucinating like fucking wildfire it was just fucking boom mm-hmm. and it, it seemed real to me like it didn't it wasn't like a dream it didn't seem like this is out of place it looked like they were there like it was a straight up hallucination um i've never had that happen ever again from from a fever i've had you know i've gotten sick from the flu and shit pretty bad um but i've never had that happen again Never Mm -hmm. had one of those crazy, crazy dreams like that.
1: Oh, I remember one time.
0: I mean, a hallucination.
1: This this is kind of this, but I don't even exactly remember the whole thing. But I, I was dealing with a lot of body pain. And I had gone to my primary care person who said, you know, maybe it's fibromyalgia. Which is like muscle pain that just is chronic and lingers and it's pervasive across the body. And she had given me a a kind of a new medicine that had just been indicated in treating it. She's like, try this. I'll give you a sample. And if this helps, um, well, I'll write you a prescription. So I get it, take it home kind of hopeful that it helps my overall body pain and, um, and I take it that night and I, I fall asleep. And I remember it, I remember falling asleep and then my stomach was starting to churn. And so it wasn't like an easy sleep. And all of a sudden, I remember in my dream, I am like sucked out of my body through a tunnel. And I'm in this, and I become in this place and I look up. And I look up into the light, and there are three beings, and I don't even know what kind of beings they are. But I remember looking up and seeing three beings, and the light is behind them, so I can't see any of their features. And um, and they said, you know, this medication is not for you, and you're doing just fine, and you're going to figure out a different way to deal with this pain. And, um, we want you to know that we love you more than you know. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like I got thrown back into my body and then I woke up and I sat up on the edge of my bed and then I just like vomited profusely everywhere. And it was like one of the weirdest experiences of my life. And then I kept hearing in my head like that, um, song from dirty dancing, like, um, Hello, Mickey. Okay. You know? <laughs> it was just so I Thought bizarre. you were gonna say
0: she's like the wind.
1: No, it wasn't that one. It was um, I don't know, it's the duet she's one. She's like the wind. No, it wasn't the she's like the wind. It was a different one. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but it was weird.
0: Ah, uh, dirty fucking dancer. Um, yeah. I, I had a really profound one. I, I'm not a huge ghost person by Mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination um but if there's any one thing in my life that's made me think that i've had contact with some uh person from the other side it was when my grandmother was was uh dying of cancer Mm -hmm. um and there in my family uh there has always been this huge. A divide over the property that my grandfather had um amassed i guess you could say um over the course of his life uh, and he had a a huge plot of property mm-hmm. um and the kids just fought over it I mean, there's no yeah. other way to say it they fought over it mm-hmm. um pretty sure they're still to this day uh <clears throat> but um when my grandmother was was failing, I mean was, she had stage four lung cancer. I mean she was going um i I remember I, I, one of the times that I'd visited her uh she was very upset by it. She was extremely upset by it by what was going on with her kids and i I pointed to the outside and I said... To, to the, the land. And I said, it's because of that. That's the problem. Um, And I didn't think anything of it at the time. And I, I was living extremely far away from my family at that point. I was living up in um, Buckfield, which was well over an hour and a half from Buxton. It was like an hour, 45 minutes, I think, for me to get down there. Hour and a half, it was somewhere in there, it was, it was a long drive, and I was making that trip down pretty much every day um, to see my grandmother. And uh, I, at w- one of the nights when I had gone home, I had this dream, and in the dream I sat on the opposite side of a campfire from my grandfather. And my grandfather was very, very serious in the dream. And he was like, I want you to tell my children how upset I am with them. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I want you to tell my children how upset I am with them, and the reaction to this and how they're acting and squabbling over the property. And I said, I, I can't do that, Grandpa. I, I can't. That's how? And he's like, you'll do it at your grandmother's funeral. And I said, I, I, I can't. There's no fucking way. I just don't, I don't have it in me. And hes I'll never forget his last words he said to me. He said, don't worry. Your grandmother and I will be there with you. And it it hit me like a ton of bricks. And, uh, I sat down afterwards and I wrote this thing. I used to write a lot of poetry. <clears throat> so I thought the best way for me to convey this <clears throat> was through a medium that I knew. So I wrote this thing and my grandmother was also uh, big into poetry. She wrote a lot over the course of her life. She liked to read it. Um, so the next time that I had gone down after I had figured out how I was going to write this thing, I took a copy of it down so that she could read it. And I let her read it and she was like, that's beautiful. And I said, well, I'd like to read it at your funeral. And she was like, why? And I said, because and I didn't my my one of my hugest regrets about or biggest regrets about this whole thing is that I never told her about my dream. Now, understand, my grandmother was a very devout Christian. So to her, any type of ghost or spirit activity was considered evil. So at the time, I felt like if I told her you're your dead husband came to me in a dream and told me to do this, that she'd freak out. I mean, she was, like I said, she was dying. And I told her, so I, I basically, I lied to her, uh, which I regret, but I said, which what I said is also true. It's something that I believe. Um, because when I was young, a a speaker once said that if you want people to listen to you, talk to them when they're uncomfortable, they'll listen because they can't help but listen. So, you know, she agreed to it and, um, she just had had one caveat and that was that I, I let my uncle who was taking care of her read it first and give me his blessing and i said yeah that's fine so i did and he said yeah um and there were only two people that really took issue with what i said but i was so surprised that i was able to keep my shit together i don't know how i did it to this day i still don't know my my uncle died a year later i couldn't even Fucking function. I was crying the whole fucking time. I was I was just lost within myself. But I kept it together that day. I got up. You know, I, I said my, my grandmother and I didn't agree on much. But one of the few things that we agreed on was that we love our family. And um and I went into it. And like I said, there were there were people that took offense to it. And there were people who who listened to it um i don't you know in in retrospect do i think it did anything no i mean it got something off my chest that i had been wanting to say for a long time you know that you 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 idiots fucking squabble over fake lines drawn on the ground when what really matters is our love for each other and most of those people i don't even speak to anymore <laughs> Which is funny to me, um, but like at at the time, I I really regret not being able to tell my grandmother. You know, your husband came to me, and said this. I I Mm -hmm. wished I had had the 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 fortitude and the wherewithal to have been like fuck it, just tell her. You know, just tell her how it came to you, uh, but I couldn't, and I can't tell you how I did it. Can't I? I can't explain it. Was my grandmother and my grandfather standing next to me while I was reading that in front of the family? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. You know, did I feel like they were there? Yeah, yeah, I felt like they were. But to for me to be able to say with any honesty that that was the case I can't um but that was one of the few times that I've had a dream where I felt like there was some outside influence Mm
2: -hmm. it's like it's the
0: only time I've ever had something like that where I I actually felt like there was some type of outside thing entity trying to tell me something um and that was him Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah. Yeah, most of the time, my, mine, I've only had a, a handful, like two or three, like that. Most of the time, it's it's more of the, like, the rambly stuff that's, like, all over, the place. all over the place. Like, me writing a Tyr- Tyrannosaurus re- Rex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of the- I mean, that's a fun dream. Some yeah. of those dreams, you know, and I've had some pretty good dreams that I haven't wanted to wake up from. And,. You know, I had one this week that was getting pretty good and then my daughter was like, "Mom, get up." And I was
2: like, not now. <laughs>
1: "No." <laughs> and then my alarm ran off and it was like, "Oh my god, this
2: not yeah. right now."
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, totally ruin it for you. Uh, but I what do you think about uh dream symbolism?
1: Um, I think there is an element of that. I mean, I I had the re- and it's a very common, they say it's one of the most common dreams of where you're naked and it's represents right, yeah. a fear of exposure and being like yeah, being vulnerable exposed, yeah. out there and, you know, having these dreams where you're the only one with no clothes on. And, and you know what, as I grew older and I got more comfortable with myself and more comfortable with who I really am, though those repeating, recurring, like being naked dreams have pretty much stopped. yeah. Um, my re- recurring thing is about um, lately has been about being kind of like cast at sea. It's interesting you say about the Sithulu S- S- monsters because I kind of had like Sithulu monsters in a, a dream I had lately too. And I was like out to sea on some kind of boat, and it was like we, we were trying to like string boats together to get on shore, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's I can kind of see the pictures in my mind and it's really hard for me to put words to it. Like exactly what was happening, but
2: um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've you know? always, I've
0: always, I've always taken um, issue. Oh, your, your microphone's all over the place and you are humming. Really? Uh, I'm, tapping,
2: I'm tapping into some.
0: No, you, I got nothing from you.
1: Extra force. You there you now? go.
0: Now you're back.
1: Am I back? Yeah, nothing. you
0: need you need a new microphone in the worst way. Um, maybe <clears throat> I'll I'll splurge and get you a small one. Anyway, do, um, I'm
1: getting my tax return. So,
0: oh. um, something
1: I'm thinking about putting some of that tax return mon- money <clears throat> to
2: possibly have I've to n- pay I've a few never
0: bills. I've never put much stock in like dream books. Um. Like anything that says this symbol means this or this symbol represents that. I think when it comes to your dreams, there are personal symbolism. Like what means one thing for you might mean something totally different for me. Like an opossum in your dream might be a completely different symbol in my dream.
2: Or, Absolutely.
0: Or, or, you know, like a car ride in your dream might, you know, you might associate car rides with something dangerous and I might associate car rides with something exciting, you know, or whatever the case may be. I think like personal dream symbolism is far more important than these books that are like dream dictionaries, which I think are total horseshit. But the one thing that has always fascinated me is lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. And I've had very few instances of it in my life. And I was looking into like techniques that people use for it. Um, I've had for many years, a book God, when did I pick that thing up? I was probably in my late teens. So well over 20 years, I've had this book Uh, lucid dreams in 30 days. And it gives you like a day by day, step by step way to teach yourself to lucid dream. Now, I don't know that I agree with that book all that much in retrospect, uh, but I have been looking into like some, some different methods lately because of how, how vivid and crazy my dreams have been over the course of this past month. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the techniques that I, uh, that I came across was the fingertip method. Have You ever heard of this? No,
1: I have not heard of that.
0: Okay, so, um, and I haven't been able to successfully try this or anything, so um, have at people. Uh, but I guess the way that you do it is, you, you know, you set up a time to sleep where you can wake up mid-sleep. Like, you set yourself an alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want anything that's going to, like, jolt you out of sleep. You want something that's going to, like, wake you up but allow you to fall back asleep. Uh, which for most people is pretty much any fucking alarm. That's why we have snooze <laughs> buttons. Yep. But, um, I mean, I know I, I'm i notorious for hitting a fucking snooze button on an alarm. Um,
2: yeah.
0: But, so, what you do is after the alarm goes off, you don't get up. You try to set your alarm, like, so if it was on your phone, you try to have it, like, right there so you can just shut it off. And you're supposed to just lay there and keep your eyes closed as much as you can. You know, like, obviously, if you got to, like, get your phone or whatever and shut off the alarm, you got to do that. But so you wake you uh, while you're like in that quasi state, you take your fingertips and you start like one by one tapping them on your leg. And then you just keep like doing it lighter and lighter. Until you're like. Doing it but you aren't doing it Like you're more or less going through The motions in your brain
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I guess what it's supposed To do is like create this Idea of That you are consciously doing Something as you're falling asleep Now -hmm. I don't know How well this works like I said I haven't tried it Mm -hmm. Um, Or I haven't Been able to successfully try it or take the time To do anything like that I've had some, some mornings where I woke up And I've tried it um, but not to any success, because I was just too fucking tired and fell back asleep. But
1: yeah, you know that's a lot of times what happens with my dreams is it, I ha- it's a similar thing where I have some of my best dreams between my my first and my second alarm. Yeah, but, but and I think that's what happened when my dream was getting particularly good <laughs> this week, and it was the second alarm, and I just had to get up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like ah, so time's up.
1: Old sh-
0: shower for you <laughs> welcome to it um but yeah i getting I mean, shut I've,
2: down even in my dreams <laughs> i was
0: i was i've always been fascinated by the idea of lucid dreaming and you know i think it is something that to for me to look into in the future but um you know i just don't know um you know how well that works i know i've had dreams where i've you know taken control of things and like Flown around and stuff That that was early on in my life though Like nothing too recent The most recent one that I could say Is the, the dream that I had of my ex-wife mm-hmm. Where I knew that I was dreaming mm-hmm. I was yeah. like there's no way This would happen Like there's no way That she would come to me In this way And then hug me Of all fucking things And apologize to me not, no, mm-hmm. that would never fucking happen. Like it fucking snapped me right out of it. But I think it snapped me out of it so much that it just brought me awake.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because I remember I was like, this isn't real. This isn't fucking mm-hmm. real. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's probably like the closest thing that I've had to a lucid dream in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, But they do fascinate me. Mm-hmm. So, um. Now, are we how are we as far as next Saturday for you? Are you good for next Saturday or
1: What's the date?
0: Next week is the 8th. No. 7th. Uh, the f-
1: March 15th.
0: 7th? 7th. Yes.
1: And then so I can do a show next I can Saturday? do a show on the 7th. My March Saturday is the 14th.
2: So,
0: okay so that's the next week you have to we get have to other. skip over yes okay so. so why don't we next week since we did dreams this week and that was like kind of off um kilter because it wasn't something planned i just threw it out there because i've just been having all these fucked up dreams i want to talk about well
1: it. well and me too like I think it was very timely and I, I actually appreciated it because I just felt so tired. You, you kind of know a little <laughs> bit of the, the backstory of my week. and
0: um... Yeah. It's been a, well, it's been a weird week. I mean, it's been a whole weird fucking month for me. So, um, but no, I, 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 figure a good thing for us to do, cause you had brought up uh, tarot cards and divination and tarot oh, yeah, cards yeah. are big, in, uh, big on uh, symbols. And yep. I know, I know quite a bit about this subject. Um, So, why don't we next Saturday go into that?
1: Yeah, I suggested that because I know that you have some very um, definite opinions on the topic. I know that you've talked a bit about it on the 14th slip, but we Mm -hmm. might go in a different direction. And I I have some experience with them. I actually like what they call Oracle cards better. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was kind of thinking about it because I... That they have, I, I I don't pull them often, but every once in a while, I will pull an oracle card. Mm-hmm. And um I had pulled one this week that was about follow your heart and and how it had kind of made sense to me at the time. And I remember, I remember the next day I was like putting the cards back in the box. I had flipped the deck over, and on the bottom of the deck was a card that has to do with, like, Like father, brother, son, it was called something like that, but it has to do with like father issues and like male energy issues. And then I was like, my dad's birthday came up this week and, and then it totally triggered on how, (laughs) how my dad affects how I follow my heart. And it was like, oh, and sometimes I don't, I think it's more about how, how the cards provoke a reaction in you internally but we can definitely talk about that next week
2: oh
0: yeah most definitely but uh i am gonna wrap this up because i've drank too many cups of coffee this morning i woke up far too early and i have to pee
2: all right (laughs) this
0: has been the 40 and slip Uh, not the 40 and slip jesus see (laughs) i'm all messed up slip into the night episode 23 is this a dream
1: and this is the moment that the slip into the night has an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, if you like this, shit, we're in a dream. Thumbs up button. Um, uh, you know, if you don't, hit that little thumbs down button, leave a comment, subscribe. Uh, I guess, uh, Buster Hyman, welcome to the show. Um, since you found it, um. Uh, and uh, we will be back next week to talk to you about tarot cards. And I will be live tomorrow on the like page, uh, taking my first uh, hit. And I will also be live tomorrow night on the 40 and slip where we will be talking about the Dyatlov pass again and the reopening of the investigation by Russian authorities. So until next week, bye-bye, everybody.